Welcome to the Every Believer a Witness podcast. This is Evan Finch, and I'm glad you have joined us today. I believe you'll be blessed as Dennis shares, does God want me to be happy? Often Christians justify sinful behavior by claiming God just wants me to be happy. Does he? Hey, thank you for joining us for another podcast of Every Believer Witness Ministries. Uh, you're probably aware, but if you're not, everything we do is related to evangelism. We try to tie everything in to motivating and training more and more people to be active in sharing the good news of forgiveness of sins and relationship with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I don't know if you remember when we started this particular series, How to Actually Enjoy Being a Christian, but I shared that I heard a preacher say, I want the world to want what I have. And that just caused me to begin to think, I think one of the major reasons that more believers aren't sharing the good news about Jesus is because they don't really have anything they think the world would want. And their lives aren't content. Their lives aren't full of joy. And so we developed this series, How to Actually Enjoy Being a Christian, which, by the way, your pastor can uh, order from us, can lead it in a, a sermon series. You can order it from us and lead it in a small group or a Bible study. We just want to get it out as much as we can. But we developed this series to help people enjoy the Christian life so they would be more likely to really think, wow, somebody else might want what I have. And in the previous podcast, we started out talking about how to actually enjoy being a Christian, some basic principles. And the first one we looked at was that you have to be sure you are a Christian if you're going to actually enjoy being one. Um, in other words, you can't enjoy being something you're not. And the fact is, if you don't know for sure you are, then you're not going to be able to enjoy it. And we looked at a little three-question test to make sure that you are a Christian. And I'm trusting, if you're watching this, you passed that test. Once you become a follower of Jesus Christ, God has a wonderful plan for your life. However, Satan also has a plan for your life. In fact, almost immediately after I trusted Christ, after you trusted Christ, Satan began to do all he could to steal our joy. He's going to be very active all the time in trying to steal our joy. And so we want to teach you how to actually enjoy being a Christian and defeat Satan's attempts to derail your joy. So after you know for sure you are one, we're going to come today to the second principle. Um, and it really is a principle that Jesus alluded to when he was in his ministry here on the earth. When Jesus with his disciples in uh, the upper room, the night he's going to be betrayed and then go to the cross, he said this, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Notice how Jesus focused on joy. Now, if you look at this just a little bit more, we're not going to spend a lot of time on it, but I want you to notice this phrase, remain in my love. He said it twice. He said, as the fathers love me, so I love you, so remain in my love. And then he says, if you obey my commands, you will remain in my love. And notice how this remain in my love ties in with joy. He said, I'm telling you this 
so that my joy can be in you and your joy will be complete. So in this first session, I want to talk to you about the basic principle that's required to remain in his love, to actually enjoy being a Christian, and that is deal with sin in your life immediately. Me, deal with sin in my life immediately. For every follower of Jesus Christ, although our destiny is settled, if we're going to actually enjoy the journey, it means we have to deal with sin in our life daily. Now, the Apostle John wrote that passage that Jesus shared in John 15. We just, we just read it. The Apostle John wrote that. He also wrote a letter entitled 1 John, or we call it 1 John. And in 1 John, in the very first chapter, he dealt more with this subject about joy and about dealing with sin. And so follow along in 1 John chapter 1. That which was from the beginning, which we've heard and we've seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared, and we have seen it and testified to it, and we proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us, and our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth's not in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar, and his word has no place in our lives. Now, the key verse on which this passage hinges is verse 9. Notice again what it says. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Now, before we go in and look at this particular chapter, 1 John chapter 1, I want to get you thinking a little bit. In fact, I really want to ask you, I want to give you an assignment, pretty much a voluntary assignment, of course. Um, I want to encourage you to look at your life this week in terms of, are you really manifesting the joy of the Lord? Are you in, actually enjoying being a Christian? And if not, what is it going on in your life that's causing you not to have the joy? Or what is it you may think that will bring you happiness or joy? I saw an article by Nancy DeMoss, and it was entitled Learning to Live by Faith. And she talked about, she said, we're tempted to believe the only way we can ever be different is if our circumstances change. Uh, I would add, the, we tend to think the only way I could be happy is if my circumstances change. So we play the what-if game, or rather the if-only game. The if-only game. In other words, we think about, if only I didn't have to move. If only I lived closer to my parents. 
If only I lived further away from my parents. Uh, if only we had a bigger house. Uh, if only I had more money. Uh, if only I didn't have to work so many hours or my spouse didn't have to work so many hours. If only I were married. If only I wasn't married. If only I was married to somebody else. Um, if I only had children. If I didn't have so many children. If I hadn't lost that child. If only my spouse would communicate with me. In other words, we think that happiness and joy, even as followers of Jesus, we fall into thinking this way so often. We think our happiness and joy depends upon our circumstances changing. When in reality, the Bible's clear that joy, as we're going to see, is going to be dependent upon dealing with sin in our life immediately. So will you do that this week? Will you think about your own life? Are you manifesting, enjoying, actually enjoying being a Christian? God wants you to. Jesus said he wants your joy to be full. Will you make an honest inventory of your life this week? Then join us next session because we're going to be looking into 1 John chapter 1. In fact, you may want to read it yourself a couple of times because we're going to be looking at it and we're going to see the absolute importance, the necessity. The, it's absolutely essential if we're going to actually enjoy being a Christian to deal with sin in our life immediately. Until next week, I'm Dennis Nunn. God bless you. If these podcasts are a blessing and encouragement to you, would you pray about becoming a monthly partner with Every Believer a Witness? We want to increase the number of podcasts we do, as well as reach more and more believers. You can make your tax-deductible gift on our website. Thank you.